Welcome to The Healthy Me. I'm Trina Felber, registered nurse and CEO of Primal Life Organics. I believe there's a healthy person living in everyone. The Healthy Me is designed to help you call up your healthy self, step out of your comfort zone, shake things up, and get results. So let's find and empower your healthy me. Hi, and welcome to Your Dental Health, What Your Dentist Won't Tell You. My name is Trina Felber, and I am here to talk to you today about your dental health. I'm really excited that you're joining me because I have a lot of great information to share with you. These are things that I have learned along the way that have improved my dental health, the dental health of my family, as well as friends, and numerous other people through my business, Primal Life Organics. I want to start today by explaining to you who I am. I am the CEO and founder of Primal Life Organics. I am the author of Beauty's Dirty Secret. It's a book that will go into much more detail about how harmful things in skincare can be to your entire system. But if you like what you hear today, you can order my book, Beauty's Dirty Secret, on Amazon.com or through my website. And I urge you to check it out. It's got a lot of great information in it. Um, you can find me on PrimalLifeOrganics.com. I just want to let you know that I am not a dentist talking about dental health. I am a nurse. I have a master's degree in anesthesia. And I started my company in, I started making my own skincare products in 2007 when I became pregnant with my daughter. And I realized how harmful the ingredients in commercial skincare are are not just to me, but to my um, unborn children because they absorb through me everything that I absorb through my skin. I've been featured on Health and Wellness Today, which has been sh uh, shown on CBS, ABC, NBC, and Fox Affiliates. I've been featured on Camille's Paleo Kitchen. It's episode 12 where we cook up some great uh, skincare products. And I've been featured um, in a few articles in Paleo Magazine as well, so check them out. Let me tell you real quick, the reason I'm doing this um, workshop is because I have had different dentists watch this. I've done this webinar before in a different format. And they were so impressed. They said they've never seen it explained like this, and it makes total sense. And they urged me to um, make a workshop like this um, because I explain it so well. I'm here to tell you that you can change your teeth. You can take your teeth to your grave if you take care of your dental health. Your health begins in your mouth. Inflammation can start in your mouth. Think about um, bacteria, all the bacteria that live in your, in your mouth, in your gum tissue. It enters through the things you eat, you come in contact with. If you um, have poor dental hygiene, it could cause inflammation not just in your mouth and in your gum tissue, but in your, in your organs and in your um, immune responses as well. It can cause a, a plethora of problems internally that you may never, ever relate to your dental health. So I urge you and I thank you for being here with me. Stick with me because I've got great information. You're going to be um, astounded. I was really shocked when I read this information at how, how easy it really is to take care of my teeth and my gums. And I was really just amazed that I never heard this information. I never heard it from my dentist. I've never heard it from my dental hygienist. I've never heard it from anybody until I came across it when I was researching um, the information. So why is this important to me? 
It's important because it's my overall health. Like I just said, your dental health is extremely important. It's your first line of defense besides your skin. It's where organisms and bacteria and viruses can invade your body, especially if your gum tissue and your teeth are not in good condition. I founded my company, um, this company, um, in 2009, and I did so after realizing that Big Cosmo was hiding toxins in my skin and body care products that they mass produce. With my background in anesthesia, I knew that these ingredients that they were putting in were harmful not just to me, but to my, um, my children and my insides, that they were causing a plethora of diseases, and not to mention they weren't improving my health. So I made it a um, conscious decision back in 2008 that I would only use ingredients on my skin and on my body that I felt were improving my health. Why eat a healthy diet? Why take care of my, my body by exercising, but put a load of chemicals on my largest organ that do become absorbed by the skin and become internally um, absorbed into our bodies? Secondly, Skin care is absorbed differently than things that you eat. Say you eat something that has a pesticide in it. Your body has a natural mechanism, a natural self-defense mechanism called the liver. And the when you ingest something, the blood goes or the ingredients can go to your liver to be converted to a water-soluble formula so that your um, urine, your kidneys can excrete it in your urine. This doesn't happen with skincare. And I know that there's a lot of information out there. Um, it's the reason I wrote my book, Beauty's Dirty Secret. There's so many ingredients put in skincare that are so harmful. They're cancer-causing um, ingredients. It's disruptive. They can disrupt your hormonal system, which is your endocrine system. It can cause problems with your reproductive system and cause inflammation. Um, and it can also cause neurological symptoms as well. Um, so... When you absorb something, it, it doesn't go to your liver first. It actually travels throughout your body and can be absorbed into any of your organs, including your brain, before it actually possibly even makes it to your liver to be detoxified. And remember, these are full strength ingredients. They're not converted to anything along the way. Um, these ingredients that are put in skincare and absorbed into your vascular system um, are traveling full force to your heart, your liver, your kidney, your brain. Um, before they're being converted in the liver, if they ever make it to the liver. And they can be stored in fat tissue as well. The other reason I um, this topic is so very important to me is because my daughter, at the age of two and a half, um, was noted to have a defect in one of her, in her molar. And we took her to the dentist really concerned because it's a molar and it needed to be there. She needs this molar for a long time. The dentist was concerned about it and said that there was possibly a chance that she would lose that molar because she's so young and it's going to be very difficult to get a filling in this tooth. So um, what he ended up doing was putting a temporary filling. He said that this was a defect that happened during in utero. There was nothing we could do about it. It wasn't related to her diet or anything. It was a defect in utero, and there was nothing we could do about it. But if we put a temporary filling, our hope was to get a year out of that temporary filling, and then maybe when she's a little older, we could put a little bit better of a filling in. So that's what we did. But I went home and I started researching 
you know, how can I get this filling and this tooth to last a lot longer than what we predict it will last? So I started to come across this information that I'm going to share with you today that really just blew my mind. So I started making my own tooth powder. And I'm, I'm going to tell you all about this along the way, but I'm going to save the end of the story for later to let you know how she's doing today. So what we're going to talk about today, there's a lot of key points I want to discuss. The first thing is all about your dental health, because if you don't understand what's going on inside your mouth and um, what the anatomy is, it's going to be hard to understand how you can fix it and how you have control over it and how um, what you do today can make a huge difference on your tomorrows. We're going to talk about demineralization because it's extremely important you understand what's going on there. We're going to talk about remineralization because it's extremely important that we know what's going on there as well because those two are the key factors as to what's happening to your teeth today. There are six conditions that have to be um, happening in your mouth for your teeth to heal. And if these six conditions are not present, you will not um, you, you, you will probably have more breakdown in your teeth than you have healing going on. We're going to talk about some dental disasters and we're going to talk about some natural, safe, effective ways to keep your teeth and your gum tissue healthy and strong and supportive. So let's talk about the anatomy of the tooth because we really need to know what the anatomy is before we go further. So the enamel is the outer white part of the tooth that you see. It's that hard piece that you feel. It's um, made up of 96% hydroxyapatite, which is a, um, the, a very hard mineral. It's also made up of calcium phosphate, which is also extremely durable as well. But those those minerals, you've got a lot of minerals on, in the enamel, and we're going to be talking more about the enamel itself. The dentin is the layer underneath the enamel. And the dentin is made up of living cells which secrete a hard mineral substance. It's responsible for giving the tooth its color. It's less mineralized and less brittle than enamel. It's 70% minerals. It's hydroxyapatite, calcium phosphate. 20% is um, organic minerals, which is primarily proteins. 10% is water. So it's not quite as um, strong at, or doesn't have as many minerals as your enamel, but it's the next level. But because dentin is softer, it's more prone to decay. So once you break down the enamel, the dentin is much easier to, cut, um, to have decay. Pulp is the next layer, softer living inner structure of the tooth. Blood vessels and nerves run through it and it's actually considered the nerve of the tooth because its major role is to form dentin through biological cells at the outer surface called odontoblasts. The pulp is composed of blood vessels and nerves. The next layer is the cementum and the cementum is a layer of connective tissue that binds the roots of the teeth firmly to the gums and jawbone. Cementum um, is a yellowish substance that covers the root of the tooth and is softer than the enamel and the dentin. Hydroxyapatite is the main mineral comprising only 45% of it. Proteins, mainly collagens, um, make up about 33% of the cementum while water is the remaining 22%. And the role of the cementum is to help anchor the tooth to the jawbone and ensure its stability. So it's very important that that is strong. 
And then the final layer is the periodontal ligament. And this is the tissue that helps hold the teeth tightly against the jaw. So let's look at some conditions that you could have going on in your, uh, with your teeth or, or even your gums. Um, cavities, which are also known as caries, tooth decay, periodontitis, gingivitis, plaque, and tartar. So caries are back, um, it happens when bacteria evades removal by brushing in saliva and damage the enamel and deeper structures of the teeth. Most, ca most cavities occur on molars and premolars. So it's because of bacteria buildup, and we'll talk a little bit about that bacteria, but it can cause um, a reaction that can cause a breakdown of the enamel. And it, what happens is those minerals are leaching out of the enamel. That's the whole reason that your teeth are becoming brittle and losing those minerals. Tooth decay is a general name for the a disease of the teeth, including cavities and caries. Periodontitis is the inflammation of the deeper structures of the teeth, including the periodontal ligament, the jawbone, and the cementum. And usually it's um, related to poor dental hygiene. Gingivitis is inflammation uh, of the surface portion of the gums around and between the crowns of the teeth. Plaque and tartar buildup can lead to gingivitis. And I think a lot of us are very um, familiar with gingivitis. A lot of times you'll get the bleeding gums when uh, you go to the dentist and they start poking around feeling for plaque, which plaque is a sticky colorless film made up of bacteria and substances they secrete. Plaque develops quickly on teeth after eating sugary foods, but can easily brush off usually unless you let it sit there um, and it builds up. Then it becomes tartar and tartar um, must be removed by a, a hygienist because it becomes, um, it mixes with the minerals and it's a hard substance to get off. I like this, um, what Soupy Sal said. I think it's really true. Be true to your teeth and they will not be false to you. So it is true if you take care of your dental health. I believe that your dental health will reward you, not just in your mouth, but in your body. So let's talk a little bit about demineralization versus remineralization. I'm going to talk about what they are, what's happening inside your mouth, um, if either one can be stopped or encouraged, and, you know, is there anything you can do to, um, to promote either one of those or prevent them? So, first of all, demineralization is an erosion of the enamel, and although this picture, um, quite scary as it is, um, is probably a, a much worse a, a very bad scenario and much worse than um, most people will ever have in their life, thank goodness. Um, it is the demineralization of the teeth. It's erosion of the enamel that has gone on and on and on, gets to the point where um, there's probably, there is not much that you can do for teeth that look like this. You can actually see the structures within the teeth in some of these. Demineralization is the process of removing minerals in the form of mineral ions from the dental uh, enamel, which is what we talked about earlier. It's the whole reason you end up with a soft spot or a cavity. The minerals are being leached out of your teeth. Um, your teeth are becoming soft. So when you go to a, the dentist and you know you have a little cold, you know something, your tooth reacts to cold and you get that little ooh, buzz, if you will, um, and, or he tells you we have a soft spot and we're watching it, that soft spot is the beginning of demineralization. It's the point where you want to replace those minerals because you still can. It's, it's the very early stage 
of a cavity. So if you can replace those minerals, you can probably heal that tooth. Demineralization is another term for dissolving enamel. And dental enamel is a crystalline lattice work composed of various minerals. The principal component um, is a complex calcium phosphate mineral called hydroxyapatite, which is what I talked about earlier. Remineralization is the other thing, and, and this is what we really want to encourage. We want to encourage the minerals going back into your teeth. Remineralization is the process of restoring minerals again in the form of mineral ions to the hydroxyapatite's latticework structure. It's important to know that these minerals have to um, come in contact with your teeth, and I'm going to talk about this whole process, but you can't take a supplement. It's not going to be um, coming from your bloodstream. Uh, some people feel or, or think that if they take a supplement full of calcium, then the calcium is going to uh, leach into their teeth. That's not true. This has to be something that you eat, so it has to either come uh, from your, your toothpaste or your food. Those are the two um, places that these minerals can come from. So we're going to talk about that coming up. But what causes uh, demineralization? This is really important to know because what you're putting in your mouth, if mineralization has to occur in your mouth, demineralization is also occurring in your mouth. So what's going on in your mouth? If you're having more demineralization and you have, um, even if you don't have any issues with your teeth right, now, teeth right now, this is really important because you want to help prevent this from happening as you get older. Um, and you can. But if you have sensitive teeth, Sensitive teeth, like I said, is a warning sign for demineralization, that it's happening faster than you're putting those minerals back in. So what is causing this? Um, strong, stable acids can cause demineralization. These acids can be found in foods such as tomatoes and oranges, and I'm going to have a whole list of acidic foods for you in a minute, um, but they can and formed by oral bacteria that feed on starches and sugars in your mouth, especially refined sugars secreting acids as byproducts. Um, another place that these can come from are from soft drinks, sports drinks, juices, things that have high sugar content. Um, sometimes babies and young children after drinking milk even um, and soft drinks out of a bottle will get bottle teeth. They get rotten, uh, demineralized teeth right here um, because they're sucking the bottle that, and, and they're constantly drinking it. So their saliva doesn't have a chance to neutralize those acids. Gastric acid, if you have gastric reflux, we're going to talk a little bit about that later too, but gastric acid is another form of a strong stable acid that could be causing some issues with your enamel and minerals leaching out. Uh, Dental enamel, I want you to think about this and think of it this way. It's a living stone. It's not dead. Your teeth are not dead. Your teeth are living. They're porous and you can change how they, um, how they are structured just by changing what you put in contact with them. So please, that, that's one of the most important things that you need to understand is that your teeth are living. Um, sometimes we can think that they're not because they, you know, they don't have much sensation unless there's a problem. That's when we realize our teeth are not dead is when we have a problem. So let's remember that when we don't have a problem and then we can prevent all the problems that go along with it. So in your mouth, as, the rest of, uh, as in rest of nature, acids dissolve minerals. 
transforming them from a solid mineral molecule into mineral ions that exist only in solution. And in the presence of these acids, millions, even billions of calcium and other mineral ions are removed from that hydroxyapatite lattice work in the enamel, and then the enamel loses its integrity. You get that sensation, and then it develops into a cavity if it's not changed. Those are um, just glancing at them. If you see things on there that you're eating, those are all acidic foods. But I'm going to give you a list right here of things that are very highly um, acidic as uh, opposed to things that are more alkalinic. And you would like to eat things in the green. The majority of your diet should come from the green, which includes more vegetables, more natural foods, uh, fruits, Almonds, apples, apricots, avocados, bananas, beets, cabbage, um, all the way over to the most alkaline, which would be like broccoli, garlic, mangoes, papaya, spinach, um, kale, uh, things like that. Lemons, limes, uh, which is surprising. Most people think lemons and limes are acidic, but they're actually alkalinic. So you want to avoid things in the yellow, especially the left side of the screen. The most acidic foods are, and these are going to be the ones that leach those minerals out of your teeth, especially when they're sitting there, artificial sweeteners. And these, my friends, are in everything. Everything processed. So if you're eating processed foods, you're probably eating artificial sweeteners. Alcohol, beef is acidic, bacon hot dogs, milk, cheese, ice cream, white flour, white sugar, white pasta, soft drinks, box cereal. Anything in here you should really be conscientious of. Most of them are not good for you. Um, if you follow a diet where you do eat bacon and beef, I would just suggest brushing your teeth or really swishing water in your teeth when you're done eating to help neutralize, get the saliva flow, neutralize the um, acidity, and bring it more to a natural pH. Other things that are acidic include wheat, whole wheat, barley, oat bran, chicken, turkey, cod, haddock, eggs, butter, corn, corn oil, currants. Again, not telling you to avoid everything because there are healthy things on this list, just telling you to be conscientious of what are, what's acidic. And if you're eating it with alkalinic foods, that's going to help. So try to make a balance. If you're going to eat some beef, eat it with some broccoli. That's going to help. And do a great swish with water or brush your teeth. Brushing your teeth is perfect and it's highly recommended after you eat anyway. Other acidic foods, oysters, shrimp, salmon, sardines, yogurt, peanut butter, pecans, pinto beans, spelt, camut, uh, peas and pumpkin seeds. So friends, try to eat mostly natural, healthier um, choices, which would be the green choices. And um, if you do eat some acidic food, try to combine them with alkalinic foods, uh, do a wa uh, water swish or brush your teeth after you eat. So causes of erosion, mineralization, not just um, our, let's talk a little bit more about the acids because this is really important. Um, I really want to get my point across as to why these um, acids in your teeth are not healthy and not helping you out. Acids are added to beverages to improve flavor and tartness. And I'm talking about like soft drinks and sports drinks and energy drinks and even juices. If you look at juices, it is a concentrated form of the juice sugar. So 
a juice without pulp is primarily the juice sugar. And these contain different quantities of acids. Carbonic acid, citric acid, malic acid, and pho phosphoric acid are the most common acids found in beverages. But carbonic acid doesn't uh, alone doesn't contribute much to dental erosion, but combined with phosphoric, malic, and citric acids, a strong acid contact, contact, cocktail sorry, is created that changes the pH of the mouth. And the pH is a measurement of acid or alkaline solution. Typically, a neutral pH is 7.0. Acidic are below 7 and alkalinic are above 7. In a healthy individual, the mouth typically maintains a normal pH of 7.0. However, when we drink things or eat things that are acidic, the pH level drops below that neutral level and then it can start to destroy the enamel by leaching those minerals out um, and causing damage. So my question to you as you are thinking about all of this, and I'm proposing this to you, I want you to think, am I drinking the enamel off my teeth? Because literally, if you're drinking sodas and juices, or if you're putting things, um, sugary contents in a baby bottle, you are drinking the enamel off your teeth. Tooth dentin, the root and inside portion of the tooth, begins to dissolve at a pH of 6.5. The enamel, or the outside covering, that's the hardest part on the outside, dissolves at a pH of 5.5. These numbers are important. Remember, neutral is 7. So at 5.5, your enamel starts to deteriorate. Most soft drinks, sports drinks, and energy drinks, as well as juices, have a pH of 2.3 to 4.0, friends. So think of what those are doing to your enamel, especially when you're drinking them, taking a swig constantly throughout the day and not really washing your mouth out. Diet sodas are also a concern because even though they don't have the added sugar, their pH is still between a 3 and 3.7. The pH of flavored beverages is not all we need to know in order to make our smart choices. According to dental experts, we need to consider the total number of acids, um, acid molecules known, known as titratable acids. The greater the TA, the longer it will take for the saliva to bring the pH of the mouth back to neutral. This means that even though a sports drink and energy drink might not be as acidic as a carbonated drink in terms of pH level, the mouth will stay acidic longer, which has more time for the drink to destroy the enamel. Acid carbonation and caffeine in beverages can also encourage gastric reflux. Remember I said earlier that gastric reflux is, um, can cause some erosion to the dentin or the enamel as well. Acid reflux affects um, about 7% of the Americans on a daily basis and about 36% of Americans once a month. And acid reflux can force the um, stomach contents, which is hydrochloric acid, up into the esophagus in the mouth. And stomach acid has a pH of 1.5 to 2.0. So that can be detrimental to your teeth. Anyone that has um, bulimia, forced vomiting after eating, can. Um, if you have ever seen anyone with a severe disease like this, you can see the erosion on their teeth, and it's from that gastric acid coming up and eroding the teeth. So can you prevent dental demineralization? 
And my answer to you is yes. I'm excited to tell you that yes, you can prevent dental demineralization. Um, I'm not here to say everyone will have beautiful, strong teeth. These are just ways to increase your chances of having strong teeth. I am not a dentist. Uh, this is my own thoughts. Um, please do not uh, take this the wrong way. I'm sharing my information with you, the information that I have researched on how to help you maintain a strong, um, strong teeth and strong gums. The most natural mechanism to prevent demineralization is by eating unprocessed foods rich in minerals, including trace minerals such as natural and organic foods. I'm going to talk a little bit about the soil. Um, years ago, 20, 30 years ago, our soil had much more content of minerals in it than it does today. So eating um, healthy foods like broccoli and things that grow in the soil, carrots and Brussels sprouts and potatoes were more mineral dense. So when you were eating them, remember this has to all happen in your mouth, you would get the, the whole reaction would happen right in your mouth and you would get that demineralization, remineralization. It could be an equal exchange. However, today, uh, the mineral content of the soil has been depleted very, very much. So there's less minerals in the food we're eating. I'm not saying don't eat those foods because they still contain more minerals than anything processed, anything in a box or a can. You are better off eating a uh, pure diet, a natural diet, and it, it'll do your body and your teeth more good. Also, to give up acidic food or acidic drinks and acidic foods will also help prevent demineralization. The more that you can eat um, natural foods, the less acidic foods, um, the less chance of demineralization to happen. And finally, um, you can prevent it by using toothpaste or tooth powders rich in these minerals. And I'm going to tell you more about that in a little bit. Um, I also suggest reading, if you're interested in this, a book called Cure Tooth Decay, Prevent Cavities with Nutrition. And I have my copy. It's by Ramiel Nagel. And it's an amazing book that will help you. Um, it, it talks a lot about the foods that you can eat and the choices that you can eat and how they strengthen your teeth. So um, I'll leave you to read this. You can find it on Amazon if you're interested. Great book. Um, we'll give you more insight. That's more about the diet and um, you can find information in that amazing book. So let's go on to remineralization. Because our goal is to have more remineralization happening than demineralization. Remineralization is the building back up, putting the ions, the mineral ions, back in the tooth so that they are strong. Demineralization is the removal. So we want more going in than we have coming out. And that can happen. That can happen. However, six conditions have to be present. And it's important that these six conditions happen. And it's important that they happen in your mouth. When I'm going to explain this to you, I, I hope you're getting the picture now of why dental health is declining in America. Um, because our diet is, uh, the standard American diet has no minerals in it. Our toothpaste has no minerals in it. And you can't leach them from your body. So if you're taking supplements, that's great. And it's helping you out on the inside, but it's not doing anything for your dental health. And dental health is an, um, is an indication of overall health. If you have poor dental health, you most likely have some inflammation going on inside the body as well. 
So let's talk about these six conditions. So the first condition that has to happen in order for remineralization to happen, and this is happening continuously, folks, there must be minerals in the saliva. And where do you get those minerals from? You get them from food, or I can add what you're brushing your teeth with. Secondly, a molecule of carbonic acid must be produced. And carbonic acid is made from water and CO2 from the breath. It's an unstable acid as opposed to a stable acid, meaning it can be broken back down very quickly. So it's not causing demineralization. The third condition that has to be present, a molecule of carbonic acid has to be produced in proximity to a mineral molecule. So this mineral that you got from your spinach has to be in your mouth when carbonic acid is made. It will then dissolve the mineral into its ionic component and the mineral ion is what initiates remineralization. So the fourth thing that has to happen is that this whole reaction has to occur in close proximity to a demineralized spot that requires that exact mineral ion. That has to be the same ion. It has to be in the correct shape, in the correct form, and it has to happen right at that exact spot. The fifth condition that defective spot on the tooth has to be clean. I'm going to talk in a minute about what you might be using on your teeth that might be causing that spot to not even be clean. So it doesn't matter if this reaction is happening or not. If that spot is not clean or there's a coating over it, forget it. Remineralization is not going to happen anyway. So that spot has to be clean. And the mineral ion then is attracted into that hole or that defect or that soft spot because the opposite electrical charges of the ion and the hole. And remember, opposites attract and they hold on to each other. So, are you with me? Isn't this cool? Did you ever hear this from your dentist? Because I didn't. Here we are, sixth condition. Carbonic acid must be converted back to, remember it's, carbonic acid is an unstable acid. And in order to prevent breakdown, it's gotta be converted back to CO2 and water. And when this happens, the mineral ion is then precipitated out of the solution and into that demineralized spot on the enamel. Six conditions have to happen. All of these have to fall in place for your teeth to stay strong. Are you getting why our teeth are in such bad condition? Because the diet's lacking, we're eating a lot of sugar, and even if we're not eating a lot of sugar, a lot of us might be eating good today, but maybe five years ago we were still on the um, processed food kick. So you ha still have to heal all the damage that you did. And with the soil being depleted today, even if you're eating a very healthy diet, it's hard to get those minerals sometimes out of the food that you're eating. So let's go over these because these are so important. These six conditions, I'm going to go over them one more time just so it clicks in your brain. There must be minerals in the saliva and they come from your your food that you're eating or they come from when you're brushing your teeth. And if you, what you're using to brush your teeth doesn't have the minerals in it, you might as well chuck it. Trust me. And I'll explain more about that in a minute. The molecule, a molecule of carbonic acid has to be produced. And that's produced by the water from your saliva mixing with the CO2 from your breath and forming carbonic acid, which is an unstable um, acid. That molecule of carbonic acid has to be produced right near a mineral molecule, so that 
food has to be right there. And then it dissolves it into its ionic component so that ion is then floating around right there, right by that um, demineralized spot. Because the next thing that happens is that it has to be right there by that demineralized spot. And then that ion has to match up to that spot. They have to, like a lock and key, they have to fit. But in order for that to happen, there has to be no film. That spot has to be clean so that this can get through and plug that hole. Then that carbonic acid converts back to CO2 and water. Done. Boom. Remineralize. You're good to go. So if that's not happening, your demineralization is happening way faster than remineralization, and you could be having problems. I'm here to help you. I'm here to explain this all to you. And I also want you to know that this happens in the wild all the time. If you look at animals in the wild that eat a natural diet from, um, from the earth, their teeth are in good condition. Pre, the pre-modern diet precipitates strong enamel because they're getting the minerals. They're not eating sugary foods. They're not eating processed foods. They're just eating natural foods. This whole six condition process is happening constantly in their mouth. And the saliva that you make helps to neutralize that pH as well so that when you do eat something that's a little too acidic, it can help neutralize the pH. So if you don't believe me, believe the animals in the wild. They have good teeth. They're very strong. They're, they need to be strong so that they can chew through things. So to restore the body's natural equilibrium, either remineralization must be enhanced or demineralization must be reduced. I've said it a couple times. I think it's important to understand that. You really, really, really need to know that you need to put those minerals back in your teeth. Has to happen. Are you with me? Who's with me? Okay, so relate this to me. Because it all has to, you, you have to be able to relate to this, to understand it, and to absorb it, and to be able to do something about it. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the, our physiology, about toothpaste, maybe what you're using, and why it's probably not doing you any good, and um, a little bit more about diet. Oh, this poor guy, he looks so sad. He is sad. So physiology, I said this before, um, the minerals have to be present in the mouth. The teeth must be clean, and the minerals must come in contact with that demineralized spot on the tooth. You can't get this from supplements. You cannot take a pill um, or a multivitamin and expect it to work for your teeth. Yes, take the multivitamin. You need it. Your body needs it. It's important, but it's not for your teeth. Please know that. What, you're, what you eat and what you put in your mouth is what's affecting your dental health and your teeth. Toothpaste. This is an interesting topic for me um, because until I formulated my own tooth powder, I was using commercial toothpaste and totally unaware of the harm that it was doing. And when I realized what was happening with the demineralization, remineralization process, I wondered where are the minerals in my toothpaste? There are none. There are no minerals in my toothpaste. And the, the things that are in my toothpaste are probably causing more harm to my internal body because remember, your mucous membra membranes are very, very vascular. So they're going to absorb things. The ingredients that are in toothpaste are harmful. They're cancer-causing agents, hormonal disruptors, neurotoxins. They're horrible. 
I was like flabbergasted. I couldn't understand why we were even brushing our teeth with toothpaste. Most toothpaste contain a number of slow-moving poisons that accumulate in highly sensitive and permeable mucous membranes in the mouth and lead or can lead to toxic overload. And over time, this buildup can cause a lot of problems. And think about this for kids because kids are more vulnerable than adults because they have um, less defenses. They're smaller. Most commercial toothpaste contain at least three potentially harmful and possibly toxic and at the very least unnecessary chemicals. Glycerin, I'm going to talk about, sodium lauryl sulfate, and artificial sweeteners. Fluoride is another, another um, thing that, can, that commercial toothpaste contain, and there's a lot of concerns regarding toxicity, so I'll go over that a little bit as well. But let me talk a little bit about glycerin because remember that that spot on that tooth where there's demineralization, that sensitive spot on the enamel before it gets into the dentin, which breaks down a little bit quicker, and, and then is a cavity, glycerin, remember that has to be clean in order for that mineral to get past and into the tooth. Glycerin is thought to leave a coating on the teeth and possibly contribute to demineralization and prevent remineralization because it's not keeping a clean surface. It's probably causing some sort of coating. So if there's glycerin in your toothpaste, and I'm going to tell you, almost all commercial toothpastes have glycerin in them. It is not helping remineralization, even if those minerals are there. And it's probably actually causing more demineralization for your teeth. Sodium lauryl sulfate is the foaming agent that is put in toothpaste. It's in a lot of different things, but when you brush and that foamy sensation comes up, that's, what, that's what's causing it. But sodium lauryl sulfate, or SLS as it is known, is readily absorbed by the body and is considered a probable human carcinogen by the EWG or the Environmental Working Group. And if you're not sure who they are, check them out, also known as Skin Deep. They will give you a rating of how toxic products are to your body and how toxic ingredients, specific ingredients are and why. Um, so they're a really good resource. But the SLS can cause skin irritation, eye irritation, and hormonal imbalances. And they can also it can also cause denaturing of structural proteins, including the membranes of our mouth. So it could actually break down the membranes of your mouth. That's not what we want. Um, interestingly, SLS is commonly found in engine degreaser, garage floor cleaners, and car wash soaps. That's what you're brushing your teeth with. And in the scientific community, SLS is commonly acknowledged as a skin irritant and has been linked to mouth ulcers and canker sores. Wonderful, isn't it? Okay, let's talk a little bit about sweeteners. Everybody's hooked on things that are sweet, and it's only because you've, that's what you've trained your body to like. If you ditch all of the sweeteners, you'll be accustomed to things that are a neutral. They're not sweet, and um, you won't even miss the sweetness. And in fact, when you have something sweet, you're not going to be as interested in it. Um, commercial products often include a variety of artificial sweeteners intended to make them palatable. Saccharin is manufactured from petroleum products and, like most artificial sweeteners, has been linked to cancer. Most artificial sweeteners have been linked to cancer. Sorbitol and aspartame are also artificial sweeteners. Both of these have a list of side effects 
that will blow you away. I'm going to name them. Think about this as I name them and see if any of these might be something you suffer from. Headaches, dizziness, mood changes, vomiting or nausea, abdominal pain, cramps, change in vision, diarrhea, seizures, convulsions, memory loss, fatigue, numbness in legs, joint pain, unexplained depression, anxiety attacks, slurred speech, blurred vision, multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia, systemic lupus, and various cancers. I'm sorry, but that's horrible. The problem is you brush your teeth at least twice a day, hopefully. So you're using this constantly. You're getting a dose, even though they say that that dose, you know, is minuscule to a toxic dose. You're brushing your teeth every day. You're getting not just artificial sweeteners from your toothbrush, but from food sources possibly as well. And you may never ever correlate the symptoms that you're having with an artificial sweetener. It's an eye opener when you start looking at these things. It's poison. That's exactly what it is. And it's doing nothing for your teeth. This is doing nothing for your teeth. Artificial sweeteners are not cleaning your teeth. They're acidic and they're causing demineralization. So your toothpaste, my friends, if they contain artificial sweeteners, are causing minerals to be leaching from your teeth. Aspartame is the technical name for the brand names NutraSweet, Equal, Spoonful, and Equal Measure. Aspartame is made up of three chemicals, aspartic acid, phenylalanine, and menthol. Did you know that a byproduct of aspartame is formaldehyde? Interesting. Aspartame, my friends, is also, just a side note, um, really made me mad, um, is in sublingual type medications. I know there's migraine medicine out there that you can take sublingually. I'm sure there's tons of medications. Um, I noticed that it was in a medication that I had been taking at one point for migraines, and I was livid because one of the number one side effects of aspartame is migraines, and they put it in a migraine medicine that you dissolve in your mouth to make it palatable. So be careful. Roaches and ants won't eat it. Cats and dogs won't eat it. Even house flies. House flies! They won't eat it. But the FDA serves aspartame to you. All right. So we're going to talk about fluoride. Sorry, it's not getting any better. Uh, fluoride has actually been categorized as a toxic drug by the FDA. Uh, if you are buying organic food to avoid pesticides but using commercial toothpaste, you might be interested to know that sodium fluoride was at one time used as an insecticide and a rodenticide. Makes you feel good, huh? Have you ever looked at your toothpaste container? Flip it over and look at the back. They all look something like this. They show you the active ingredient and uh, directions and things like that. But have you ever looked at the warning label? The warning looks something like this. Keep out of reach of children under six years of age. If more than used for brushing is accidentally swallowed, get medical help or contact a poison, poison, a poison control center right away. Seriously, look on the back of your toothpaste. It's on there. Poison control. 
That should be a red flag. Why are we putting this in our toothpaste? In our mouth, where it's very vascular, breakdown happens and things get absorbed. So fluoride toxicity can occur due to the toothpaste that may be ingested with every brushing, and especially with children um, who like to swallow instead of spit their toothpaste. Fluoride toxicity, which may occur with chronic fluoride exposure, can have harmful effects on the entire body. And in children, dental fluorosis, which is the discoloration of the enamel um, because the tooth uh, cells that are forming, forming, that can occur. Uh, studies have shown that fluoride can also cause damage to the brain and possibly cause IQ deficits in children. Fluoride can also adversely affect your pineal gland, thyroid gland, bone, gastrointestinal tract, and has been linked to bone and bladder cancers. All right, think about this. If you brush your teeth for two minutes twice a day, your gums are exposed to the paste you're using for a full 24 hours each year. In the long run, every second counts. So use a paste that is non-toxic and free of industrially formulated chemicals. Why take a chemical bath for 24 hours every year? Seriously. That's 24 hours if you're using something that has no minerals in it, actually has glycerin that's pulling things out, uh, minerals out, and possibly even has aspartame or some sort of artificial sweetener that's causing some breakdown as well because it's an acid. No mineralizations happening, only demineralizations happening, and we're wondering why we're going to the dentist and we're getting bad results. I mentioned this. She's adorable. Look at her teeth. She's so cute. But is she swallowing her toothpaste? Kids do. They do. They swallow their toothpaste. They can't help it. They don't want to spit it out. It's really hurting them, not just their teeth, but probably their insides as well. All right, let's talk about our diet, the dirty truth about our diet, because as I mentioned a little bit earlier, the soil is not really um, as mineral rich as it used to be. So eating a healthy diet is your number one defense against demineralization. Eat your carrots, especially organic if you can. Um, eat your vegetables. Eat the things that are grown in the soil because the soil is much richer in minerals, even today, than anything in a box, anything. Modern intensive agricultural methods have stripped increasingly, increasing amounts of nutrients from the soil in which the food we eat grows. Sadly, each successive generation of fast-growing, pest-resistant carrot is truly less good for you than the carrot you ate before, and that is true. And there have been some studies. I just want to mention these uh, just because um, it's interesting. A study in 1975 to 1997 found that the average calcium levels in 12 fresh vegetables dropped 27%. That's less than 25 years, dropped 27%. Iron levels, 37%. Vitamin A levels, 21%. And vitamin C levels, 30%. So it's no wonder we're not as healthy. No wonder we need to take more supplements today. But it's also no wonder that our teeth are getting bad. These minerals 
aren't in our the foods we're eating is in as much of a concentration as they used to be. So remineralization had so much more ability back then, 25 years ago, actually more than that now, um, 40 years ago now. A similar study in Brit British nutrient data from 1930 to 1980 published in the British Food Journal found that 20 vegetables, that in 20 vegetables, the average calcium content had declined 19%. Iron, 22%, and potassium, 14%. So that just kind of reiterates the exact same thing. Yet another study concluded that one would have to eat eight oranges. You'd have to eat eight oranges today to derive the same amount of vitamin A as our parents would have gotten from one. Sorry. That's sad. And you don't want to eat that many because then your calorie content's too high. So that's why supplementation is extremely important. However, again... Supplementing doesn't help your teeth. What will help your teeth? Natural. I have some natural solutions for you. This is where my story flourishes. This is where I am so proud. I'm so, I was so excited to discover this. So my daughter went to the dentist. He put in that, um, that temporary filling with the hopes that it would last a year. That's it. Just a year. Bring her back in six months. We'll check it. Did great. Bring her back in six more months. We'll check it. I don't really think it's going to be there, but we'll see. So we took her back. It was still there. I had done some research because I wanted this to happen. I wanted her to be able to keep this tooth. It was really important. It's a molar. And I didn't want her to have the go through the trauma of having the tooth be pulled. So I started doing some research. And what I found just amazed me. I found that if you use clay, the clay that's grown in the earth, clay has a natural high mineral content. They are ionic. They are in the ion form, and they are the same minerals that your teeth need. So where your diet might be lacking, you can get these minerals by brushing. I mean, how much more contact would you need? You're brushing your teeth so the surface is clean. You've got saliva and breath making carbonic acid. You've got these mineral ions right there in your toothpaste and you're brushing your teeth with them. It's a no-brainer. How can mineralization not happen? So, of course, I needed to make sure that this, this was all kosher and it's something that I could do. Basically, my daughter went, we just took her to the dentist um, about two months ago, and she is now seven, a little over seven, so this is five years ago. She is seven years old. That same original temporary filling is still in place. They did x-rays and the tooth is perfect. It, there's no further problems. It hasn't, it hasn't gotten worse at all. In fact, they have high hopes that this is all going to stay until she loses that tooth. So I know that there's a reason that that's happening. Because if demineralization was happening more than remineralization, that tooth would have needed pulled or that, that temporary cavity or filling would have fallen out and she would have needed a more permanent filling. So anyway, let's move on. So Primal Life Organics, that's the company that I created. I make over 100 products that are made from ingredients that are completely non-toxic, completely healthy for you, made out of food grade um, ingredients that heal the body. I made an oath to myself that whatever I put on my body, it was going to heal me. It was not going to be pulling things from my body and causing more inflammation in my body than I needed. So I created Dirty Mouth Tooth Powder. 
it's made with the clays from the earth. And I'm going to go over the three different clays that I put in here and why that your teeth need because they contain the minerals that will help put them back in your teeth and heal your teeth. Yes, like I said, you can heal your teeth. So the tooth powder, and I make a gum serum because your gum health is extremely important. I'll show you what the gum serum looks like and, and what it does. Provide the natural protection from plaque and cavities. It, they deliver the nutrients for healthy gums and teeth and can be used without the fear of ingesting toxins or chemicals. And they are safe for children. Let me mention here that children typically don't like spicy things. So if you have children at home, I would say even under the age of seven or eight, I would go with a natural flavor or a cool orange. If they're real young and you're just starting them out age two, I would go with natural. It has no flavor. If they're a little bit older, the cool orange um, might work really well for them. One of the tips I like to do with young children, um, there's two ways to do it. If you are already brushing with paste, what you can do is put a little bit of the powder on the brush and then put the paste over it and start to use less paste with every brushing until you get to the point where they don't need it. Um, the other thing I like to do with kids is when you put the powder on their brush, it looks almost white as you saw in that picture. But when they brush their teeth and they spit, if you can get them to spit out or look at their teeth, it turns into like a mud. And I love to tell them, look how dirty your teeth were. Can you believe how dirty your teeth were? Anyway, the whole time they're getting those minerals. Those minerals are right there. If they have any spots, it's the right form of mineral. And it could be right there coming in contact with that clean surface and remineralizing. So it's gently abrasive. If you feel the powder, it's a very fine powder um, and gently abrasive enough to clean but not damage the um, tissue or the tooth enamel. So if you're wondering about clay, um, remember the practice of pica. In school, you may have learned about pica. It's the practice of um, ingesting dirt or clay. And mainly it was because they were missing those minerals from whatever they were eating, rice and things like that, just didn't have a good mineral content. Your body will tell you what you need if you listen to it. They were eating dirt and it was because of the mineral content. It is okay to eat dirt. You just want to make sure it is a um, food grade, obviously. Um, my point being, if children do ingest the tooth powder, it's not going to harm them. Clay is detoxifying. You don't necessarily want to eat it all the time, but ingesting small quantities as in the tooth powder um, is not going to be harmful. So dirty mouth tooth powder. This is the clay. This is what it looks like. It comes in a powder. There's a little scoop and I will explain how to use it in a minute, but that's exactly what it looks like. It's mildly abrasive, gently polishes, it detoxifies and it refreshes your breath. Oh my gosh, you never feel like you've had dentist clean um, teeth until you brush with this totally makes you feel really clean. Um, the abundance of the trace minerals in the clay help to remineralize and strengthen your teeth. Remember, your teeth are living porous stone uh, or porous material. I like to think of them as porous stone. Foods, commercial toothpaste, medications, chemicals, acidic drinks can leach those minerals from your teeth, weakening the enamel, making them susceptible to breakdown, decay, and this can help put those minerals back in there. What does it contain? I was doing the research and I really wanted to pick the minerals or pick the clays that contain exactly what your teeth want. Um, and your teeth want um, mineral, there's a lot of things that your teeth want, but basically bentonite clay is one of the best things to brush your teeth with. 
It's non-toxic. It's rich in vital minerals that are very beneficial to your teeth and gums, like calcium and potassium. It's very mild. It's not very mildly abrasive. Gently scrubs, polishes the teeth. Bentonite has been used for decades as a treatment for numerous health conditions and acts as a detoxifying agent, so it's going to help detoxify your gums and your teeth to help fight gum disease, strengthen the body's natural immunity as well. It works as an astringent by helping to remove the tartar and clean your gums. So white kaolin is another clay that I decided to use because it's high in calcium, silica, zinc, and magnesium, and it helps to whiten the teeth. You might notice after using this, a side effect is that you get a brighter smile. And in fact, if you want an even brighter smile, I do make a black toothpaste powder um, called black, it's black spearmint and black peppermint. And the black contains charcoal. Charcoal adheres to, uh, yes, black charcoal adheres to um, the dirt or the stains on the teeth and helps to remove it. So you can actually get a whiter smile. Both formulas whiten, charcoal will whiten even more. French green clay is also, I love French green clay. It is like, it is the best. I'll tell you why. It's extremely absorbent and it literally will drink oils, toxic substances, and impurities from the tissues and the teeth. It's mined from bedrock quarries in France. It is sun-dried, completely natural, unscented, fragrance-free. French green clay is a biomineral and contains decomposed plant material. Love that. Love that. Plant material is so good for you. Chlorophyll, oh my gosh, so good for you. So think about what it's doing to your, your gums and your teeth. As well as many trace minerals, including silica, magnesium, calcium, iron, phosphorus, potassium, sodium, copper, zinc, selenium, cobalt, mag manganese, phosphorus, silicone, microalgae. Oh my God, that stuff's so good. Kelp and phytonutrients. Amazing. French green clay is amazing. Not only that, but it has analgesic and anti-inflammatory properties, which may be helpful for some gum inflammation. So French green clay alone is amazing. Put these three together, these three clays, and you are covered. It, they work amazingly well. I combine them, unless you're getting the natural flavor, they are combined with essential oils. Essential oils have amazing antiseptic qualities, not only to, they're like antiviral, antibacterial, antimicrobial, anti-everything. They will also help freshen the breath. So you get a powerhouse of remineralization, freshening, detoxifying, um, oh my gosh, tons of good benefits. The tooth powder, like I said, it comes with a little scoop. You have two choices. You can either use that little scoop to put a little bit of tooth powder right on your toothbrush, or you can just dip your toothbrush, your wet toothbrush, I would wet my brush, and dip it into the tooth powder um, and then brush your teeth. You just want to brush for two minutes, brush normally. It, the amount on that toothbrush is the correct amount to use. You do not need heaping amounts. You just want a dusting and it doesn't have to cover the entire toothbrush. That's why I like this picture. That one has the charcoal or a little bit of charcoal in it so you can see the black with the white. Boost Gum Serum is the other thing that I developed, the other product I developed for the mouth to improve dental health. 
Inflammation can begin in the mouth. Your gums are very vascular. Inflammation can happen very quickly. Um, like I said, when you poke at them, if they bleed, it's possible that you have some inflammation going on in your gums. So if you prevent the inflammation in your gums, you're going to prevent less leakage of bacteria and all sorts of um, things into your interstitial tissues, um, which can cause other kinds of problems throughout your body. Let's talk a little bit about gingivitis. Gingivitis is a common and mild form of gum disease. It's like what I was talking about, the inflammation of the gums. It can cause irritation, redness, and swelling of your gums. It can be from mild, where you don't even really, really know that you have it, or it can be very severe that can lead to something else called periodontitis. So if it's not resolved, it's going to get worse. And uh, periodontitis is a serious oral infection that can cause tooth decay and even tooth loss. Recent studies suggest oral infections can contribute to chronic inflammation, a condition increasingly associated with the progression of diabetes, arthritis, heart disease, pneumonia, even low, weight birth, uh, low birth weight children. And just to let you know, those are all inflammatory diseases. Those, those are all caused by or can be caused by inflammation. Maintaining dental health is an important daily activity that can significantly reduce the bacteria associated with chronic inflammation. So the essential oils that are in Boost Gum Serum are an excellent natural alternative to the prevention and treatment of dental diseases. Boost contains 11 essential oils specifically formulated to support all aspects of oral health, including the teeth, the gum, and the mucous membranes. Boost can help relieve symptoms associated with fungal and viral infections, cold sores, as well as gingivitis and dental um, dentures, stomatitis, or any kind of inflammation of the mouth. So I told you that essential oils have amazing properties. I listed them out just so I can go through them real quick because it's amazing. Um, and in terms of dental health, this is exactly what you need. They're antimicrobial, anti-inflammatory, antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, antiseptic, antistringent, analgesic, local anesthetic. You can't ask for anything more. They're amazing. So the Boost um, Gum Serum can be used a couple different ways. It can be used in conjunction with the tooth powder. Uh, some people will put the tooth powder on their brush and then put a drop or two of the um, Boost Gum Serum and brush with it. Works very well. Um, I like to put a drop on my finger and then rub my floss through it so it's on my floss. And then as I floss, it gets in between in the gum tissue there because that's where sometimes I'm sensitive. So that works amazing. You can also take that drop then and then rub the rest of your gums with it so that it just goes right over your gums and you can even put a little bit on your um, teeth. You can also put um, a couple drops in water and use it as a mouthwash. Some people will also carry it with them and just put a drop on their tongue throughout the day and it helps to freshen their breath. And with all those other amazing properties, you can't go wrong. I want you to hear it in a voice that's not my own because I, this is um, a testimonial from a woman that called me and I've heard these stories before. A lot of times they're in writing, but to hear her voice and her excitement about something that happened to her using the tooth powder just touched my heart. And I, I'm going to tell you her quick little story, but she's going to tell you in detail. This woman called me. I got her message at 11 o'clock at night. She had gone to her dentist previously and had six cavities. One of them needed a root canal. She started using the dirty mouth tooth powder and she went back 
she's on her way back from her dentist office and she was blown away. And I'm going to let her tell you the story. Um, I don't know who's in charge over there, but all I have to say is y'all are the bomb. My name is Teresha. I'm from Houston, Texas. I bought the tooth powder and the oil. Well, I call it the oil, but the serum. And let me tell you, I went to the dentist. They said I had five candidates. I was going back to get that uh, root canal pool because I'm getting that mess out of my mouth. And when I went back, they said, you have one small cavity, Miss Gibbs. Really? All I have to say is whoever is in charge over there, keep doing it. I'm going to buy it for my son. I'm going to buy it for my mom. It is by far the best product I've ever used. Only toothpaste I'm using. And not going back. And it's awesome. Like, it's so strong. It's hard. Whereas before, they felt kind of thin. They're like hard as rocks. Like, it's beautiful. I mean, it's, it's awesome. All I had to do, I just wanted to call somebody out there and let y'all know what y'all doing. It's really good. Uh, I'm probably going to go ahead and invest in a deodorant. I had that, and I'll be more than happy to write a review because I'm that happy and impressed with the product. So, I appreciate you guys, and that's all I have to say about it. Thank you. Bye. So she didn't even need a root canal and she didn't, she had one small cavity. She went back, she had one small cavity. I haven't heard this before. I'm not saying this is going to happen to you. I'm not saying that you're going to not end up with any cavities. I'm just saying when you put the minerals where they need to be, healing can happen and healing can take place. And if you have more remineralization happening than demineralization, healing does happen and healing does take place. I have a couple other testimonials I just want to go through really, really quick because I think testimonials are so important. Um, I can say all that I want about what it did to me, but until I put it out there for other people, the feedback was amazing. So Heather states that it keeps the dentist away. She says, I've been using the tooth powder daily for about two years and the gum serum less frequently. In the past, I had cleanings at the dentist every six months, and there was a ton of plaque. Now my dentist is baffled by the fact that I can skip my six-month cleaning and put me off uh, for even a yearly cleaning. I brush with Sonicare and and tooth powder every morning, floss, and sometimes use the gum serum. My gingivitis went from threes and fours to ones for every tooth. My dentist chastised me uh, for not getting fluoride in my daily routine, but I haven't had a single cavity since beginning this regimen, so he can't complain very loudly. Give these products a try and baffle your dentist. Jessica says, love this. My husband and I, and I have used this in conjunction with the tooth powder for months. This is about the Boost Gum Serum, and we both love it. I like it because my mouth feels so clean and not at all chemically. My husband had not so great dental habits as a child and is paying for that now. He recently went in to see our dentist, and she told him that his gingivitis was gone and his teeth were looking better with much less buildup. He has had to have a few teeth removed and found this general enough to use during the healing process. When his wisdom teeth were aching, he rubbed his gums with a little bit of oil, and while it didn't take the pain away, he said it felt better afterwards. I like using it as a mouthwash after, and he likes using it on the tooth powder while he brushes, and it feels just as effective both ways. I have given this and the tooth powder as gifts to family and friends and gotten nothing but positive feedback. I love this serum, the taste, the ingredients, and the obvious care that went into its development. Thanks, P-O-O. 
You're welcome. This girl, um, Kimberly, is a sweetheart. She's a college student, and she wrote a review of a bunch of different products. This is the part about the tooth powder. She says, no cavities and, no, no gu and gums no longer bleed. I was equally impressed with the tooth powder and gum serum. I've had gingivitis, teeth, enamel, yellowing problems since I was a kid. The vast, the vast majority of my teeth have cavities in them, and I was told as a teenager that if I didn't do something about it, my, about my teeth soon, I'd have dentures by the time I was 20. Hearing that put me into panic mode, and I began to take extra care of them. I managed to avoid dentures, but until I switched to the tooth powder gum serum, I still struggled with gingivitis, bleeding, yellowing, plaque buildup, and sore teeth. No more. The last time I was at the dentist, my dentist could not believe how good my teeth and gums looked and even asked me if I went to somewhere so somewhere else to have them bleached because they were looking so white. When I said no, she asked me a lot of questions about the product I was using, to which I happily told her. My gums no longer bleed. I have not had a cavity in ages, and I don't think I ever will, and they are stronger and whiter than ever. There it is, friends. Dirty Mouth Tooth Powder Boost Gum Serum. Dirty Mouth Tooth Powder comes in um, different flavors. It comes in the peppermint, spearmint, cinnamon, cool orange, natural, and anise, which is like black li licorice. It also comes in the black peppermint and the black spearmint made with charcoal. There's my book, Beauty's Dirty Secret. If you enjoyed this, I would suggest you check out my book. You can buy it um, on, for, as a Kindle edition um, or a hard hardback. Don't let this happen to you. You can improve your dental health by remineralizing your teeth through diet and through what you use. If you're not using something that's helping your teeth remineralize, then it's probably not even worth the time to use it. In fact, it has been proven that it's probably even more effective to just brush with water than to put all the chemicals that are in commercial toothpaste in your mouth. If you want to remineralize, Dirty Mouth Tooth Powder can help you. I'm here for you. I believe in my products. I believe in health. I believe in restoring health. And I just hope that I can help you find your way to a healthier you. If you liked what you heard, check out my book, Beauty's Dirty Secret. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on my website. More information, more in detail about what Big Cosmo is hiding from you. You can find me at PrimalLifeOrganics.com and you can email me at support at PrimalLifeOrganics.com and you can find me on my blog at CaveGirlSkincare.com. Thanks for listening. And I hope, I hope, I hope that I impressed upon you that dental health is important and there are things that you can do. You can change your dental health. You can have stronger teeth. Remember, your teeth are alive. So enjoy your dirty mouth today. Thanks. So I just want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend a little bit of time learning about dental health and what I have to say about it. I really, really, I'm a strong believer that education is the key and it's the only way to make informed decisions and better choices. And I know that you're interested in improving your health because you're here with me and you're still listening to me talk. So I know that it's a priority to you and I totally respect that. That's where uh, my love and my passion comes from is the fact that I really want to improve my body. I want to improve my health because I really want to be the strongest person that I can be as long as I can live. So I 
Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I encourage you to try Dirty Mouth Tooth Powder and Boost Gum Serum to see what kind of difference it can make for you. And um, here it is from my dirty mouth to yours. Thank you so much and have a great day. Trina here. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to the Healthy Me podcast and be sure to rate it and review it on iTunes or wherever you're listening. You can like the Healthy Me Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at thehealthyme underscore com. Remember, the info on the Healthy Me podcast is not to be taken as medical advice. You should always talk with your doctors before trying anything we discuss. Until next time, live in your healthy me.